Welcome to the Suits and Sandals Show. I'm your host, Jonathan Scheringer. This lifestyle podcast is created to help you design a happier, healthier, better, and more fulfilled future. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. What is up? How are we doing today? Welcome to the Suits and Sandals Show. I am John Scheringer. Lifestyle coach, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastically awesome. It is November 24th. It is a Tuesday. We are getting ready for Thanksgiving, people. Who is going to have people over? Still in the pandemic. I think so. I think it's pandemic. Uh, we're still in President presidential election Trump is still fighting Biden is still saying he's winning or won excuse me uh, and pretty much the government is mandating that uh, we do not gather in groups larger than 10 for the holidays seems fishy to me seems fishy I'll let that alone So if you are getting with family, or if you are just staying with your own little group of circles, uh, whether it is your immediate family, or some friends you're gathering together, I hope that you are having, and will have, a great Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving Eve, and just a great holiday, and please, take the time to think about what you are thankful for, and what you are grateful for. I know 2020 has left a lot to be desired, but there are still things that you should be grateful for. First and foremost, being above ground. You're not dead. Right there, you're winning. You can change your life if you don't like where you're at. You can change your life to something better. Not to somebody else's life. No, it's still going to be your life. But you can make choices. You can make decisions to create a better life, a better future for yourself. And that's what I try to do. I try to help you. I try to give you value, tips, tricks, hacks, whatever you want to call them, so that you can make the best decisions in your life to create a better future. one-day thing, but two different meals. Uh, my family historically has always done the, the lunch meal. Uh, we've always gathered our families, whether it's immediate, extended, uh, at my parents' house and did a huge uh, Thanksgiving meal there. That is not happening this year, obviously because of uh, COVID. Uh, there are people within the family who don't feel that is the right thing to do to gather. And that's fine. It is okay for people to feel 
and act a different way than you. It is okay. We need, as in all of us, as in the country, as in the world, we need to accept that people have different views, different insights, different opinions, and will act differently than us and be okay with that. It is okay. Do I want to gather as a family, as a, a big family and have a big Thanksgiving? Of course I do. But that's not in the cards and that is completely fine. I will make do with what I have. You know, maybe that's the Marine in me. Maybe I'm just used to adapting, adjusting, and overcoming whatever scenario is in front of me. There's a lot of you out there that don't do that and can't do that. Doesn't mean you have the ability or can't learn the ability. You can. You just don't have it right now. I suggest you get it. Because life will be much easier if you do. Life will be much better when you do. If you choose not to, that is your choice. I commend you for making a choice. But I will tell you that life will be significantly harder if at every turn you are butting heads. If you are actively going against change, you will lose. How do I know this? Look around you and tell me. Find me out. Seek me out. Whether it's on social media, on my webpage, uh, email me, sharingerjh at yahoo. Tell me how many cavemen and cave women, let's not be sexist, how many cave people do you see nowadays? I'm waiting. Now let me say, just because you have idiots around you and stupid people doesn't mean they're cavemen or cavewomen. It just means they're stupid. And yes, that sounds negative. It's a poor word choice. I could use a better word choice. But let's start calling the kettle black. Alright? Let's call a spade a spade. Um, I'm trying to think of some other non-racial colors. Now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, ugh. I hope that doesn't mean what I think it means. But let's be honest with ourselves. Let's stop fooling ourselves and churching things up. Let's not look to find other colorful words to put in place of what actually is happening. If a problem is a problem, don't call it an opportunity. Call it a fucking problem. You're not helping yourself by calling a problem an opportunity. You're actually taking the weight away from what's happening. Because you act differently if you are faced with a problem versus an opportunity. correct on that. I don't even need to know who you are. I know that we have been conditioned to act differently whether you are faced with a problem or an opportunity. So for our Thanksgiving, going back to uh, getting, getting out of this rabbit hole, so on my side of the family, we're not getting together. Or... Yeah, we're not going to get together for Thanksgiving. We might get together for other things. Maybe it's cookie decorating for Christmas. 
parts of my family, not not the whole not the whole group. So we're going to try to find ways to get together and spend time as a family because that's what's important to people. Yes, money is great, possessions are cool, having things is rad. Family, togetherness, love, that, that's where it's at, guys and gals. So we, a group of us, a, a little conglomerate, will try to find ways to get together, get our kids together, and have some of that fellowship, have some of that togetherness, and increase that bond. On my wife's side of the family, she's got a smaller side, they are still planning on getting together. We, as in my family, my immediate family, my wife, my daughter, and my dog, Reba, uh, we may or may not come. That is all depending upon our daughter and that she is dependent upon how she is feeling. Because if you don't follow me on social media, or actually if you don't follow me on Facebook, I haven't put it out on Instagram or Twitter. If you don't follow me on Facebook, my personal page, you would not have known that my daughter just had tonsil surgery. She's four years old. She just had her tonsils removed. Uh, being a father, being a dad, I was worried. Not that she would do well in this surgery and come out with flying colors. Well, I guess I was kind of worried about that, knowing her mother. Her mother has tried to die on me a handful of times already, and that is not an exaggeration. Uh, when, when my, I was going to say with my mother, when my wife was pregnant with our daughter, uh, she came down with help syndrome and tried to leave this earth that way. So, thankfully she was fighting, thankfully our daughter was fighting, and they are both here with us today. And there's been a number of different surgeries and scares that my wife has given me uh, throughout our marriage. Now, luckily, the past couple years, knock on wood, knock on plastic, so I, I don't have any wood next to me. Uh, she has not been in the hospital. She has not had surgery or have given us any scares that we know of. I'm thankful and grateful for that. I was hoping and praying that our daughter did not inherit those genes. So there's a part of me that worried that that was the case. You know? Although my wife did have surgery before she was... Maybe she was 12, maybe she was a little bit younger. Had heart surgery because she has a heart complication. She still has her tonsils, but she had heart surgery. Uh, so my daughter, going back to it, she had tonsil surgery, got her tonsils out. Looking at the picture, my, my wife loves it because she's a dental hygienist, so she took pictures of the before and after, and she's showing everybody like it's a new puppy, or it was her daughter just being born. Oh, look at this. Look how cute this is. It's not cute. It's interesting, but stop showing me. 
Uh, so my daughter's tonsils were like the size of marbles. They were huge. They were so inflamed. I felt so bad for this kid. And that is part of, part of the reason why she has been, why she has had trouble breathing, sleeping, and has been getting even more sick. Like every other week, she's getting sick. And the worst part about that is, when she was baby, I sadly passed on cold sores to her, which I feel just horrible about. But every time she gets sick, she gets cold sores because her immune system is down, so the cold sores can just take over. And I can tell she hates them. And I feel horrible for Another thing I wish I could take away from her, because she doesn't need that. That doesn't help her in life. That's something that she needs to overcome that she doesn't need to. It's the shitty hand dealt to her that her dad gave her. So I, for the rest of my life, I'm going to feel horrible for her. Case closed. So. Uh, with her being a preemie, she was nine weeks old when she was born, so her esophagus is already smaller than most kids, most people. Added on top of that, having large inflamed lymph nodes, she needed to get them out. So she had surgery, she did great. Uh, I was not able to be in the hospital. Thank you, COVID, fucker even though there was nobody else in the hospital at this point, at this time, I couldn't be there. There was only one parent allowed, so my wife went in with her. So I was stuck at home waiting for everything to happen. Luckily, I got the text from my wife saying that she came out of surgery, everything went well, she's in recovery. But then I proceeded to get the text message of in recovery, she had a reaction or something. out of my wife words, she was acting like possessed, um, shaking, flailing, convulsing, um, wouldn't listen to anything my wife was saying when the doctors finally brought her back to her to calm her down, um, nothing. So that was obviously freaking my wife out. And I'm at home listening to all this, knowing I could do something. Not saying that I, I am better than my wife, side note, I hope you're that confident in your abilities. You listening to this, I hope you are that confident in what you can do and what you can bring to the table. 
Now, I'm not that way in everything. I'm working on that. I'm growing on that. I'm learning and I'm practicing to be that way in a lot of different areas in my life. So I'm not that way in everything, but I know at this point in time, with this episode, I could have affected something positively to enlist a better outcome. Okay? Um, so surgery went well. That happened. Um, finally got her back to the room, and everything was going better. She was able to have a popsicle. I think she had two popsicles there. Uh, they called me to come pick her up. Or pick both up, really. So I came to pick them both up. And the past couple days, this was four days ago. Uh, the past couple days, we've been at home lounging, trying to get her better, um, feeling the way she usually is, just the happy-go-lucky girl that wants to play, be silly, have fun. Uh, so, so we're working on getting her that way. It's, it's an up-and-down battle. Uh, some nights... She sleeps through the night, sleeps great. Um, other nights, she wakes up in the middle of the night, and she's screaming bloody murder. And we have to take care of that. So that's disheartening when that happens. Um, but you got to roll with the punches, such as in life. You have to roll with the punches. So we're, we're working with that. trying to get her as healthy as she can. Um, I am pleased to say that she is getting that way. She is getting better. You can see the energy back in her, um, which is good and bad because then now we have to settle her down. She wants to run and jump and play and do all this physical stuff, but we don't want the surgery to... like the cuts to break open or something to go wrong, so we're... <coughs> in essence yelling at her to slow her down so she can heal properly and do it the first time so that we don't have any relapse or we don't have to go to the hospital for anything she can just continue on with life and do great things so in a nutshell that is why we may or may not be going to my wife's side of the family for Thanksgiving I, I, I guess to say we plan on it are planning on going, but it all depends on our daughter. So yeah, that has been my life for the past couple days, really, is working over the nerves and worry with the surgery for my daughter, uh, feeling blessed that she came out of it so well and is doing so well right now just trying to ease whatever pain she is under or whatever discomfort she is going through um, so that she can live a better life, live each day better and heal faster. And it's through this um, and, and going back through life as well You know, our daughter hasn't had the best path. Again, she was born preemie. She has had a lot of health, I wouldn't say complications, but complications. Um, problems. 
through being a baby up until now that she's had to overcome, she is so inspiring to me on how much she fights and how much of a warrior she is. I absolutely love seeing that in her. I hope that continues through the rest of her life. I'm going to foster and nurture that side of her so it does. Uh, I hope I can. I hope I can help her continue. Um, and, and just, it, it helped me kind of look back on everything we've had to do for her and how well of a patient, patient she's been through it all. I'm kind of getting emotional thinking about this. I'm, I'm trying to like hold back uh, just this welling up emotion of just like joy and pride and love and She makes me so happy to be able to be called a dad. Like, that is probably one of the best things I ever could have done or been in my life that I am so thankful and blessed that she is giving me that opportunity to be that. To be called not only a dad, but her dad. think about that the more I love hearing it the more I love hearing her call me dad and saying I love you dad looking back in my life especially back in my 20s now that, that's kind of an age where you don't I'd say a good majority of us don't know what we want even like around 25 we may have an inkling but I think there's a good majority of us that still don't really understand what we want in life or want to be. I sure as hell didn't know I wanted to be a dad this bad. I sure as hell did not know that I would love being a dad this bad. Even the downtimes, even when she's being a little shit, not listening enough to yell at her. I mean, that's not something I enjoy. But the fact that I'm able to do that, but do it from a place of love, to be able to teach her and show her how to be a decent human being, uh, I this is the greatest thing in the world. It is. I wouldn't want anything else. And I've joked with past girlfriends um, that I would be a stay-at-home dad. And that joke, you know, that joking pretty much came from a, a position of, I'd rather just be lazy <laughs> than go to work. I'd rather just be at home than go to work. Um, but saying that now has a totally different meaning. <clears throat> I, I could totally fit in the role of being a stay-at-home dad. Taking care of the house, taking care of her, um, cooking the meals laundry, dishes, all that shit. I, I'm fully capable and would love to do that now. Sadly, that's not the case. I am working on that. Not being a stay-at-home dad, but building my business to where I can do it from home and not have a J-O-B. That is what I'm working on. That is what I am building. 
that is my why in life. Uh, I've talked about this in a lot of different podcasts, in different blogs and posts on social media. What is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the point of it? What's driving you? What is your driving force? And this I actually talk about in my goal setting course that I put on my website as well. What drives you to do what you're doing? So if you don't know, if you're sitting there scratching your head and can't think of anything, I highly suggest you sit down today in a quiet space, quiet area by yourself, no phones, no nothing, and think about that. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you just doing it because this is life, quote unquote? Or are you doing it for a goal? Are you doing it for an end goal? Or are you doing it for somebody else? Is it making you happy? There's a lot of different questions you can ask yourself, but the main is, why? Why Why are you doing what you're doing? What is your driving force? That's mainly what you want to ask yourself over and over. And whatever is the first things that come to mind is really, usually, the answer. You might be looking for some divine intervention, but really it might be the first couple of things that come to mind. So embrace that. All right, my friends, what else I got going on here? Uh, I am actively creating a YouTube, well, I have a YouTube channel, um, YouTube videos. out with every week. Now, I kind of started doing that with the book club, but, I mean, let's face it, I kind of half-assed that. I was really doing that to inspire myself uh, in different areas, to see where I wanted to go with things. Uh, I love reading self-help books, uh, personal development type and style of books. I love doing that. I'm still doing it, um, because to me, that is knowledge. The more you can learn about yourself, the more you can master yourself, the better your life and world will be. So that's why I originally started and created the the book club videos and did that. Um, But now, you know, that kind of led into some different things, which I had in the back of my mind that I wanted wanted to do. I guess I just needed to get out there and do it. Understand that there's kind of slow things down so I could pick apart what my heart was focusing on. And the projects I'm working on now are it. So I'm working on a code of conduct uh, course, which I am extremely excited about. Um, th- this to me is how I live my life, and I'm imparting this wisdom, this knowledge, this research onto you to give you something to help live your life by. Now this, this is actually how I live my life, by by my code of conduct that I'm coming out here. I've labeled it Regium Bellator. Now this is the first time I'm saying it out loud. 
because I've been waffling on the name because I didn't want to be weird. But at the same time, I can't focus on that. Don't focus on things that you don't want to be. Focus on things you want to be. And Regime Bellator in Latin means warrior royals. So warrior royalty is kind of what I was going for. And I absolutely love it. The more I say it, the more I think about it, I absolutely love it. Because we, each and every one of us, are a warrior. We are fighting each and every day. Now it's completely different from now than a thousand years ago, where we probably were physically fighting for our lives. Now it's a little bit different, but we're still fighting, we're still warriors. At the same time, we are still royalty. We are the kings and queens of our lives, of our stories, of our households. We should act accordingly. Now, not snobbiness and, and you know, having people give us stuff and all that shit. No, we should act as if we are pretty much the shit. We are a king. We are a queen hold ourselves to the highest standards and demand the best and work for it. Don't just demand it and hope somebody's going to give it to us. Demand it and work for it. So I'm creating this Regime Bellator, this Code of Conduct course. Uh, I am also creating a workbook to go along with this. This is a whole huge umbrella project that I am just in love with right now. And alongside of that, I am creating, like I said, uh, YouTube videos that can help and will help you live life and get through each day, each week, each month, each year. So it's going to be a weekly video series. I hope and pray that you join me, that you come and watch it and you get something out of it. I, the biggest thing is I, I am trying to give you value in everything that I do to help you live the best life you can and create the best future for you. So be on the lookout for that. I will, obviously I'll market for it so you guys know it's coming out and when it does come out. So be sure to follow me on Instagram, on Facebook, and Twitter. Follow me, like what I got to put out, share it, because I guarantee you there's other people that my content, content will resonate with. There are other people out there that need to see and hear what I have to say, because it might save their life. And you could have a hand in that. You, just by sharing something positive and inspiring, could save somebody's life. Just keep that in mind. All right. Once you've done that, once you've followed me on every social media outlet I'm on, follow me on YouTube as well. Go to my website, jonathansharinger.com. Sign up for my bi-weekly newsletter. It's not bi-weekly. Bi-monthly? Tri-monthly? Every other week, <laughs> I come out with a newsletter. Sign up for that. Uh, sign up for my blogs that come out with three times a week as well uh, so you can get more information more knowledge to help in 
increase your life and give you the tools needed to create a better future. And when you're done with that, I'm not done here, people. Get your ass over to Amazon or you can go on to the content section in my on my webpage. Is it the content? No, go to the main page. Go to the main page. I have my book listed there. You can either go to Amazon or my main page on my website. Go to and click on my book, Right Tool, Right Situation. It's a very nice, concise book, under 100 pages. I talk about the several different well-beings in life, emotional, physical, intellectual, and on and on. I give you a tip for each one of them, for each one of the seven, I give you a tip to help increase that in your life, to positively, positively increase that to where your life is getting better and better each and every day. I, I'll dare to say it's a how-to manual. The concepts are very simple, very easy, very down-to-earth. That's what I'm trying to do. I don't want you to have to look at this as work. I want you to have to look at it as fun. You are building your life. You are building a better future. You are creating this in front of your eyes. And these are some tools and tips that you can use to do that. So please, go to my webpage. Go to Amazon.com. Right tool, right situation. Jonathan Scheringer is the author. That is me. Find it. Purchase it. Purchase it for your family. Because if you give a shit about you, you're going to give a shit about the ones you love. Help everyone around you create a better life for themselves. And this is a great tool to do that with. Alright my friends, my family, I love you guys. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I say this every time, but I know how important it is. So I appreciate you spending your time with me. I hope I've been able to give you some value. Please let me know if I have. Or let me know if there's something out there you want to know more of or hear. And I will help accommodate that. So I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you following me and liking my content. It means the world to me. Take care.